What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Talking. I truly appreciate all your love and support. If you love what you heard today and you want to know more, maybe you're interested in coming to a live event. Maybe you want me to come to one of your events. Maybe you want to do some group coaching, some one-on-one coaching. Maybe you want to mastermind and just come and hang out and bring up some amazing ideas, get some awesome goal setting. Maybe you want to be on my podcast. Maybe you just want to talk to me, whatever it may be. I love to hear from you. Please follow along on Instagram and Facebook so you can be in the know of everything that's going on with power house and with me, you can follow at Steph Iliff, S-T-E-F-I-L-I-F-F. You can also check out my website at www.findyourinnerpowerhouse.com or you can go ahead and send me an email on my website or message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to connect with you and just hear from you and support you and show you all the love and support that you show me. Thank you so much for tuning into Just Talking. Have the best day of your life. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I'm so excited to be talking today with Melissa here. And we're just going to be talking about all the things and a lot about, like, how you got started, about humanitarian trips, about where your heart's at, about how you serve others. Like, you literally just got off a plane at what time? I don't know, like, one in the morning. It's fine. <laughs> and then you just got done doing what? Um, I was in Ethiopia and then went straight to Mexico to, to do um, a house build with the Greatness Collective. You're just so amazing. Okay, let's talk about that first off. Let's talk about how you got involved in that, how you got started, and how that speaks to you. Um, okay, so I was invited on a house build last minute last year um, in Mexico. The Greatness Collective is um, a collaborative of individuals that are out to do better in self-improvement, help the community and just empower each other. So they are based in San Diego and they okay. have to meet like monthly meetings and get togethers and music and sharing and openness and vulnerability. And it's in such an awesome community. And then um, they have these house builds and the house builds, they release the house build and within 24 hours, like it's full. And so uh, I think it was last March, my friend said, hey, uh, my friend is can't go for some reason do you want to be on it? I mean, uh, I knew no details and I was like, yep. Where do I Venmo sent left the next Like no day. questions asked. No done. Questions Let's asked. just go make that's, it happen. That's how I roll. And so I signed up, went on this house build, um, flew to San Diego, drove through the border. And in like three days, we built two homes for these families. And, um, and how are they choosing these families or what, how is that coming about? Well, it's incredible because this, these are, um, there's, Mexican population and then there's Mixteca it's like a mix so they okay. don't actually speak Spanish I and mean, it's like their own language so Baja Bound is the one that actually chooses like who has the land these um, families purchase the land for themselves and then we build the house but the crazy thing about the areas we go to is that most people don't even name their children until they're a year old because of the high um, infant mortality rate and oh so oh my gosh that is think, so sad it is so sad you think about children here if you've got a cold or a cough you're in a cozy bed and someone's yeah. holding you if you're in mexico the areas that we are at you're on a dirty floor how can you heal from a respiratory illness when your face is in the dirt right so you're not just building a house like you're literally changing the future for these families allowing the children to then go to school um so I was so empowered by the trip. So I said, okay, I'm going to take my team 
I'm going to sponsor a house and take them in. Um, when's the next available one? And so that was October. I got to go with some of my team, whoever wanted to go. And then we went and were able to build two homes. And I am signed up for every build. So there's three more this year. They just released the October build. I think it's full. I signed up. My sister's coming with me this time. I love it. Um, and so that's always a yes thing. It's just the caliber of individuals that are there, um, the experiences that I had. It's just open hearts. Everyone's there to serve the children. Um, you get to build the homes and then they also do outreach. So you can stay on the house build, but then there are opportunities to go off and go to orphanages. And in October, I was like, this is my house. I'm yes. so invested. I, I was on the house build 24 seven. And this time I got to experience um, like Gabriel's house, which is a special needs okay. orphanage. And there's a little girl there, Betsy, that can't move. And of course, first of all, like grab her, we change her and I'm holding her and you know, her body's completely stiff. She can't, she's got a feeding tube. She can't even swallow. Like it's, it is, it's, it's painful right. to see that if, when people aren't there, she's laying in a bed and the same with these other kids. Um, and then there's a girl, Pilar, she has Down syndrome and she sits there and you poke her and you say, Hey, want to play a game? Nope. <laughs> you want want to do this? Nope. Want to do that? Nope. And I said, "Hey, girl, you want to play some music?" Yeah. Lit up. So I put on a song. Um, it's I put on a couple of different songs, and she kept shaving, shaking her head. And then I put on a song. I was here by Lady Antebellum, and it's talking. Oh. It is like my favorite. It's talking about making a difference. Like I love we're, it. We're not just here to like be here, grind, eat, go to bed. It's like. I want to, the lyrics are like, I want to do something better with the time I was given. And that's like my theme song. So when she was like, yes, and she kept wanting me to play it over and over again, um, my heart just like melted. And then at the end, um, I haven't even shared this yet on my blog, but everybody, you know, though all the children are back in the house, everyone leaves and she jumps up like into my arms, holds me wraps her legs around me so tight, holds my hands with her face and starts calling me mama. And, you know, I would, I would go to jail for her. I mean, I, I said, is there, isn't there just like, can I my bag? Like, like, how does this come happen? On, yeah. me, like contact attorney general, like swoop her over the border. Um, she wouldn't let me go. I mean, the death grip she had, like her legs wrapped around my body. I, I haven't felt that before and I don't have my own children yeah. and it's something I've always wanted. And so the holding my face, kissing my face, mom, 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 and I'm tears streaming down my face. Like, I'm not your mom. Like oh. I said, no, I'm not mama. Like, but I want to be, you know, it's like, yeah. so it was this beautiful. Such a connection, like so quickly with that. And that's just so, and I, I love how kids are able to sort of embrace us like that. Too. Oh yeah. It was, it was beautiful and painful and like, just, it was magical. And they just, I mean, everyone's outside. Come on, come on, put her in the house. I'm like, bye. But I yeah. can't, like, I want to be her mom, you know? So, um, so many different experiences. I mean, building the house, it's hot outside, you're sweating, but the team is there, the values, right. and, and at the end of the night, we come together and we share stories of um, experiences. We give each other shout outs, like, this is what I experienced of you today. And um, I love, so you the, celebrate each other at the end of the day too, yes. like, as like, and then it also helps you just kind of to anchor into what those feelings are that you've really captured throughout that day. And like, wow, this is what we're feeling. This is what we're giving back. And here's how we're receiving. And then also like, I want to gift to you. Like, I just saw you with this child or I saw you experience yes. this or like, Hey, thank you for serving in this way. And what an impact exactly. that makes full circle. I think it it's is. Amazing. It's, I mean, you meet and you look around at the beginning, we stand in a circle and we take 20 seconds and look around and it's like, stranger danger yeah. and by the end I'm like I love you I could give you 50 shout outs every yes. single person in the room I can I've been inspired by I've been touched by I still talk to most of the people oh, yeah. in these house builds For it's sure. like these type of people and connections like it's what every human craves mm. is connection and love so I think it's so true I love that and I love that you just went through all that. Thank you so much for sharing all that. I think it's so awesome. And I just want to applaud you for A, for doing that. And I totally celebrate you and praise you for that. And then just that you, right after you literally just got off a plane last night, you go and you keep, and you're, you're just in full service mode today. Like you're already serving. She just got done speaking at a tech summit, just got done talking. Now she's here on my podcast. Like 
legit you are like mother Teresa like here you're just here like but you're here to serve and I love that you mentioned about like music and stuff and that was how you so you kind of talked to me about that for a minute before so you used to play music and then talk talk to us on my audience a little bit about kind of how you got started into and where your heart opened up to be like my heart is here to serve and like I just want to create connection because not everybody has that. Not everybody is in that headspace. Not everybody's in that moment or they might be, but they're not sure how they can embody that. Yeah. So how were you able to shift into that or have you just always been like that? I guess. Um, I mean, I'm the second oldest of 11 and 11. So, okay. Yeah, my mom was better in the whole nine months. And so I think like what my childhood was, I thought that was just normal. Like you just do laundry, you cook for your family, like you clean, um, you babysit. It's like mm-hmm. just, this instillment of looking out for other people and so I think that's how it was growing up and then it shifted I always knew that I wanted to travel and serve and I did one humanitarian trip um I don't even remember my first one I was in Ecuador for four months in orphanages and slept there and there's cold water is that usually always around like geared towards kids too is that where your heart's really at Uh, or is it just in general just to serve I mean it doesn't matter what I do I manage to literally get off the plane and pick up a baby I love it um, they, you're the baby whisperer. I just grab the babies. I haven't been to jail yet. So <laughs> possibility. Um, no, I do a lot of medical as well. Um, like I've been with Himalayan Cataract Project, Heart wow. Africa. I'll be going back to Ghana at Thanksgiving um, for Heart Africa. Um, they started out with like the Borelli ulcer. It's a very specialized thing that Dr. Crofts, um, he um, owns Aesthetica. He started that foundation. So I just feel like it's so much as connection. Like, right. um, I remember sitting with Katie and she's like, Hey, we're going to, to Ghana next week. And I'm like, I want to go. And then like a few days later, she's like, yeah, we're going. And I said, I text her, I said, I haven't heard from you, but I want to go. And she says, yeah, everyone says they want to go, but not everybody pe- will actually do it. But people won't, people won't go. And why would you say, is it the commitment of going? Is it that they have to spend money to go do it? What is it that holds them back? Um, my experience is just fear. What, okay. whatever that is, that could be, Oh, but I can't take work off. Oh, but it's expensive. Oh, but I'm not really familiar with the culture. Oh, but I don't know what to pack. I mean, literally everything is out of fear and my experiences, fear and faith cannot coexist. Mm. Like studies and fear studies and have not coexist. I love that. You you cannot. It's the same thing Jay Shetty talks about gratitude. Right. Like I don't care how hard of a day, how miserable of a day you're having, how much heartbreak you've been through. If you sit down and write 10 things that you're grateful for. Absolutely. I do it every night. And sometimes it's like, hey, I like my new Lululemon pants. Like that Maybe to you that sounds shallow. To me, that's like no. That actually, but you're finding the gratitude in it. In that, that gave moment, me yeah. joy. And we're not basic humans. We're complex. I was just talking to someone um, about that. Like it's not like you can just love humanitarian work, but I can't love my hair extensions. It's like right. no. Like I can love. There's balance in it. I can love this cute hat, and I can love wearing heels, and I can love going out and camping and I can love serving and I can love painting a house in Mexico. Um, it's not just one or the other. So like yes. whatever that is for you, embrace it, figure it out. I was just talking about that on the panel. Like I think a lot of times we're so busy. We don't even create a space for ourselves mm-hmm. to sit in the silence and say, what do I really want to do? What am I passionate about? For me, it's the music thing. We were talking about the music. It's like, I grew up playing the piano. My mom would set a timer mm. and she would make me play for 30 minutes. And I would, I would hate it. I, I am like anti, you tell me what to do. Like, I'll do opposite. I ain't going to do it. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting better because I'm re- recognizing like sometimes that's just um, hurting myself. But yeah. she would give me that timer and I would go, this is the song you're supposed to play. You know what I would do? I'd play every other song in the book except for that one. And that allowed me to be able to sight read any music. So I played professionally all over Seattle because I could show up. My dad would drive me, I think it was like 14, 13 to different churches and they would put the music up and I would play the piano and the organ and they would pay me because I could just play anything because of that blessing that my parents gave me of discipline and practicing. 
I love that you're able to see the gift in that. I think that's such a blessing with that is how you just worded that and like what your syntax is and how you see everything. Right. And I think that's, and even like you said, like I'm writing down all the things that I'm thankful for. And so often people aren't paying attention to what they currently already have. And so they're so focused on once I get this then I'll be happy. Once I have this, then I can be happy rather than right now, what is this in this moment? And then looking at your past to see like, what are the gifts that you've actually been given? And so self-discipline, learning how to read, learning how to do all these different things. We don't, we take that for granted. Yeah. Like you just, said someone like these babies they don't you can't even have a name until they're one because they may die like we do even we take our names for granted that right. I, i've been blessed with the name the second i was born we don't we're not paying attention yeah. to all the gifts that we have every day in this moment yeah it's this culture that i've experienced in the u.s of waiting until we become something right and, it, and what and is that something like who's what, saying that who's who's knighting no, you and saying and okay now you're now you're not the cool thing is everyone's projecting it on themselves if I literally just sit here, I could say, I'm not a wife, I'm not a mom, I'm not this, I'm not that, I only have one store, I don't have 10, my store isn't franchised yet. I mean, it's literally, I can feel the vibration of the room right now, just like, it's gross. Yes. Uh, or I can say, guess what? I can just be, and that's enough. Yes. Like really, not just like, I can be, and that's enough. Like sit take three deep breaths mm -hmm. say it and freaking feel it it is so amazing like right whatever that is for you whatever that is for your neighbor like it's everybody's journey is so different and utah does have an interesting culture i mean moving from england to seattle and then doing the door-to-door -door thing and living in multiple different states and embracing the culture yeah. and traveling all over the world and seeing that culture people are celebrated like in Africa, you celebrated that you wear these dress. I mean, this jewelry is from these women that live on these trash I dumps. I, um, I talk about it a little bit on the blog about how these families are fighting over the trash as it is getting dumped over moldy food mixed to with eat. diapers to eat and to feed their families. Like, when was the last time you went through a dumpster to, eat. to feed yourself or someone that you love? Yeah. Really? And I know that there is, I know that there's a homeless population and um, I've been really privileged to work with care cuts and soul food. And um, there is a lot that gets to be done in our community as well. But I think part of the fear thing you were talking about, like what is people's fear? I, I don't know because I think I'm mental. Like I don't have probably the fears that I should have. I don't, I'm not afraid um, of getting on that Ethiopian airlines and traveling 18 hours, you know, that's like the fifth flight that you take yeah. to get to Ethiopia. I'm not afraid of people. Um, when I was trying to climb up well, the track, yeah, and you're doing uh, it by yourself or people are worried like, Oh, I might get sick there. And you, oh, know, you yeah. just say you just got a virus. Like you're yeah, like, I yeah, might. but I'm here to serve and I can do all these things. And it's like, I think that's so admirable. And I think that's what we should be celebrating. And that's what we can talk about. I think that's amazing is that you jump out of fear and you jump into how can I serve? And like, that's yeah. the faith of it is there, that there is, I don't have fear. I mean, even with my business, um, I had applied for an SBA loan to do this big expansion like six months ago. And they said, awesome. You're going to stay at the location, expand where you are. We've got this SBA loan. Where should we mail it to you? Where should, where should we mail you the check? And I said, ah, actually um, I'm moving locations. And they said, okay, don't, do not start your build out until we get everything, you know, we've just got to change a few things with your numbers. So what did I do? Move. Girl, of course. I started the build <laughs> You're out. You're like, you told me not to, I, so I'm I going to. I got off the phone. I called my builder and I was like, Eric, yo, let's build. <laughs> let's do this. And then, um, you know, what? Not even 60 days later, they said, hey, by the way, you got denied for the SBA loan. Yeah. And so to me, I'm like, well, I was honest. I... I bootstrapped, I figure it out, like I'm, I can hustle. Yeah. But just like, I mean, even that for some people could look they wouldn't at me do and that, say right? like, or even just starting a business, how many people want, they have all these beautiful dreams, all these beautiful ideas, but they're so afraid they might fail that they focus on the failure versus what are you going to win? What are yes. you going to gain? What can yes. you learn? Exactly. What can you experience? And just like going door to door, how many people will not go do door to door sales? Cause they're so afraid of actually knocking on that door, seeing, getting rejected. The fear of rejection is so big. Like, that's actually so funny that you say that because I think rejection is probably the tied to the biggest fear that everybody has. I agree. 
Um, that is the rejection that I'm not going to be in rejection of anything. Like I'm not going to apply for that job in case they reject me. I'm not going to ask that person out in case they reject me. Right. I'm not going to share this thing in case somebody rejects it. And well, we even reject what? ourselves, right? We won't even speak our truth to ourselves because we're afraid that we will reject ourselves with it even. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is people don't even know what their own truth is. Yes. Like for me, I'm still like, I'm 34. I'm still on my journey. I'm like, I will always travel. I will always serve. I love playing the piano now. You know, that's what's funny is before I was forced to do it. Now I have the most beautiful piano. And um, if I feel like overwhelmed, stressed, any sort of anxiousness, depression, yeah. I can sit down and I can play it because that's a transfer of energy. I love that. Um, and I think like mental health, for example, yes. like everyone is stressed. Like I have not met someone that has said to me, I have never been stressed in my life. Right. So we don't, I think it's getting talked about more and more. Um, but the reality is finding out an outlet uh -huh. for that mental. So when you're in that moment, um, yes. like over the last few months, I have felt, I mean, not getting that SBA loan. I laugh about it because I think, oh yeah, Melissa jokes on you. No, I literally was like, I am in my bathtub and I am like, I don't know if I can do this. This is hard. Yes. I'm doing this on my own. I don't feel supported. I don't know where I'm going to get the rest of this money from, how I'm going to do it. Um, and so taking a warm bubble bath, love it. That's a good stress reliever for me. But then the piano, um, I do a lot of energy work. I was going to say, I love how you said it's a transfer of energy because I absolutely believe in that because we're all stressed out constantly. We're always, we have these thoughts in our head, right? But you have to right. transfer that out. You can't let that keep stirring up in you and growing and manifesting within you because that becomes cancerous so you and you have to so you get have it out, move it. Exactly. So like drum circles. Oh, that's, yes. I that's the reason people do drum circles. Um, I use. Well, and so you do energy work. So could you explain maybe to the audience about how, how having a circle, what that does too, versus like just having a square or like having a safe space like that. It's connection. Again, it's like keeping anything that's in that circle is going to affect you. Um, I sage the store all of the time. Love it. Um, everything is made of energy, right? Yes. So like when I get up, I'm leaving my energy on the seat. You're leaving your energy yes. on the seat, whatever that looks like. Um, I go and sage the store and now the girls will say, hey, it kind of feels off in here. Like, can you sage? And I had a really powerful experience. I was, um, and I, I've saged for friends. I've saged their homes. Um, I love crystals. Um, I'm, I have a witch calendar. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a good witch though. Um, but I had an experience where I felt like I should sage. And when I do it, no one's there. I do it late at night, full moon. So February 10th, I'll sage again wow. um, for sure. But I was in the store and it's like, I just know, like, I just, I listen to like healing spiritual music for me. And I just go, and sometimes it's like, oh, this doesn't really need anything right here. I continue walking. And I stood over this space, and I remember I just started bawling my eyes out. I felt this, like, pain and this sorrow and this, like, deep, deep sadness. And I had no idea why. And I just kept going. Um, the next day, I asked the lash artist that was at that spot. I said, hey, just out of curiosity, like, did something happen yesterday? And she said, um, my daughter, um, sorry, the client said, my daughter committed suicide. And I shared that story. And I was like, I felt, I, I felt it. Yes. I felt it. And I think it's like, um, we are powerful creators. Like, yes. like you, you can create whatever you want. I can create whatever I want. People say, well, how'd you get up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym? I don't know. Here's my alarm clock. Turn it on. Get up. Get out of bed. Go. Go yes. do the work. Like, do something. Like, you don't have to go to Africa. You don't have to climb on a trash dump and feel like you're going to get beat to death because people are afraid that you are taking their food. Mm -hmm. People thought that I was there to take from them. I mean, that's the level of survival that these kids have whips and they're coming towards me because they think, man, if she gets to the food before, before I do, then I don't eat. Um, and that's a level of survival, right? So every, but everybody has a need. Hey, what's yeah. the need? Love. When our survival is like, oh, where am I going to be able to eat at today? Like, exactly. and our survival mode is so different. Right. But um, there's still a need though. There's a need for right? love. There's a need yes, for connection. connection. There's why is it that I go to Africa and I'm on this trash dump and I'm talking to this family that is going to find a plastic bag to use as a blanket for the night. And yet these children have 
bigger smiles than anyone I've seen in America. Yeah. Why is it that there's so much pure joy there? And why is it that there's so much pain and depression and heartache? They are lacking for basic needs, right. food, shelter. Um, we are lacking for something. And what that is, it's okay, whatever that is. Right. It doesn't mean because children don't have clothing in Africa that you can't go and buy yourself a cute outfit. But it, but what it is is recognizing that whatever you feel is okay, and yes. then finding a channel to get rid of that. So, I like agree. I said, well, I think understanding what you even feel. I think people are so numb that we're not, they're not even aware of what they're actually feeling, or able to even put a word on that feeling. Like, right. and that's what I help clients with so often. I'm like, okay, well, let's describe that. Let's talk that out. Yeah. Like, well, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what it is. And but I'm like, you, okay, keep going. Let's but figure you it out. Do know? Yes. People are afraid to go there. I and agree. And every time someone says, I don't know. They're afraid. It's the rejection. If I say what I really am thinking, you're going to reject me or think I'm weird. And so it's no. giving people permission to be like, yo, keep going and no, bring is, that, bring that energy up, safe. right? And talk about it. Let's talk about it and let's create it. And then I don't know if you find this and you tell me what your philosophy is on this, especially doing like with energy and stuff like that too. But I feel like when this happens, I'll have clients like, they'll start to cough. And I'm like, keep you going, your throat keep chakra, going, right? right? I'm like, let it go. And they're like, I, don't, I just don't know. I just don't know. And they'll get like, they'll want to shut down, right? And avoid it. I'm like, no, that's you saying to yourself, you can finally speak your truth. Like, let it keep coming up, right. let it keep going. And people aren't, they don't know how to react to that. And so we just like, we'll walk away from it rather yes. than, because, no, let's go, you know? Because what looks good and this whole like Instagram versus reality thing, it's like, Instagram can be your reality. Yeah. Like it doesn't, but again, it's I just, saw one of your posts where you're like, this is my reality. It is and I was reality. like, yeah, it's like, but cause it's, it's also, so true. But it's also not the full story. And so that's why I used to blog and that's why I started again. I don't care if anyone reads my blog, but for me as a way to, this was my experience and this yes. is how it felt like it's healing. It's and it's good. an outlet. It's, it's, it's an, able for you to, to quantify and put on words, like what your experiences are. Like, that's why I, my, my Instagram became my self-love journey of it because I was like, this is the Girl, best outlet for me. Hold please. Um, my bracelet for the year is. I love these kind of bracelets too. Self-love. Yes. So, um, I spoke to a psychic for a few hours and she said to me, she said, you literally go at a million miles an hour. You give, 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 give. You have filled buckets and buckets all over the world. She said, you have a tiny little cup and it's empty. And I was like, and I didn't say anything. And she said, okay, if that, if that doesn't resonate with you, like you, just, like, oh, no, you, I just, did. you just take what you just take, what serves you and you leave what doesn't. I said, uh, uh, I said, no, like I felt that. And so that's why for 2020, everyone's like, do more, be more, do this, do that. I'm like 2020 for me is slow down and self love mm -hmm. and give just a sliver of what I give to other people to back to myself. And I don't mean that in a greedy, selfish, egotistical way. I mean, in like a, I love you. And I could point to anyone in this building and I guarantee I could tell you a million beautiful, wonderful things about them. And now I'm like, guess what? I'm doing that for me. Yes. It's opening up to receive, right? I yes. think that's the part of self-love is that we're so good at giving but we're not able to receive. And I think that's a journey of it is, can you receive compliments? Can you receive love yes. for yourself? Can you give yourself that? Are you open to surrendering and saying, okay, in the slowdown, I'll open myself to receive and to give and to like be abundant in that and to have that energy flow within you and be like, exactly. yeah, I deserve this. I'm able to have this. Like, yes. okay, I couldn't get this loan, but guess what? I'll figure it out. And I know I can, and I, and I deserve it and I can have it. And like, there's enough for it to go around yes. to everybody exactly. and you can create that there is an abundance like there's not just enough like we live in an abundant society yes like me i have i live on my own yes. i have two guest rooms and guess what's in one of my guest rooms clothing like do i need this clothing so in the store we have a room we used to have one in the old place and we're creating it again in this space it's name your own price. Ooh, so it. people can bring their clothing in, put it in there. A hundred percent of that money goes to humanitarian work. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I, I and then I put clothing in there. Like Shout out your store. So people clients, can go do that. Um, it's called the Lash Bar. It's in Lehigh. Y'all better um, check it out. It is, um, it is just, it's a different culture than any beauty um, 
it's just different than anything I've experienced before. And so I'm super grateful. So and it, talk, say that for a second though, the culture, because I think a lot of women are intimidated to go to boutiques or go to lash places because they feel there's a certain culture or that you have to look a certain way before you can even go in those in doors. Store. Yeah. And this, this store is my dream store. It's, it's above and beyond what I could have imagined. I had the best designer, I had the best builder. Um, and it is, it really is a dream. And the thing that makes me the happiest, go on Google and read some of the reviews. The reviews that I get are women that say, man, I didn't know how I would feel walking into the store. It doesn't matter who's at the front desk. It doesn't matter who my stylist is. I walk out feeling like every single person there is my best friend and that I'm a queen. And I'm like, yes, that's what I've always wanted to create. Yes, oh I don't God. care what you look like. I don't care what you're wearing. Yes. Just be here. Be, right? Allowing yes. ourselves to be. Just Isn't be. that like, and that's connecting. So I love how you talk about connection a lot, but it's like, how often are we connecting with ourselves? And that's like with self-love is how often are you connecting with you and allowing yourself to listen to what you need right now in this moment right. and to understand what it is that you really yeah. want, need, and desire. Because until you understand what it is that you want, the universe can't give that to you either because you don't know how to ask for it because you're not even sure how to quantify what it is that you need. Yeah. And it's testing that out, right? Right. But also just being and then allowing these feelings. It's like we're so yes. taught to like stuff, 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 stuff. Like, I mean, I grew up like, it doesn't matter how life, how hard life is, like put on a happy face and just get stuff done. And that's what I've done for so many years. And what was so cool is like, I was at the gym and I don't even know what happened. Like a song came on and I was thinking about Mexico and I'm like doing my weights, I'm doing my triceps and I just start bawling my eyes out. And I'm like, three years ago, I'd been like, <gasps> I like run and hide. Like no one see me. I can't, no one can see me. No one like this. Me. Cause I it's mean, like vulnerable and weak. No, and it's that whole thing, Brene Brown, vulnerability is a lot her. of weakness, is, yeah. but it was like this beautiful moment of, hey, like, this is just how I feel. Yeah, I'm at the gym. Who says that you can't cry at a gym? Right. No, I said, I put that projection on myself. Yes. So who says I can't cry in the back of an Uber? Like, who says you can't do this? Who says you can do this? Like, if everyone just stepped into their real authentic magical powerful creating spaces this world like the energy and i and i do feel a shift i do like, too. i feel like it's an awakening don't what you say like yeah, people sure. are they're more uh, awakened to it they're just it's, like you know what okay i'll hear you out like they're more willing to listen to it and just consciousness i guess yes. this consciousness shift of like you know alcohol drugs like if you do any of that like that's totally fine do your thing but be aware, how do you feel if you got off of every pill, every source of self-medication, whatever that looks like for you, alcohol, et cetera, for 30 days and then see how you feel. And guess what? You might feel super, super shitty. Mm -hmm. And guess what would be really cool? Sit in that feeling. Yes. Sit in that feeling. Yes. Cry your eyes out. Don't cry your eyes out. You're mad. Scream. Write yes. a journal. Meditate. I have been um, journaling and meditating. And for a person that literally can't sit still, that's been diagnosed with ADHD, and I'm supposed to be on 90 milligrams of Adderall, and I haven't touched Adderall for years, and I will not take, I refuse to yes. take medication. Um there are other ways to heal ourselves. And part of healing is recognizing, you know what? The last month, but right before I went, I went through this breakup and I'm telling you, I have not felt that pain. And I went, I actually went into my counselor and I said, Hey, I think you should probably check me in somewhere. Cause I'm feeling like really sad right now, or I need a pill. Like some, I just, I just don't want to feel like this anymore. And I started crying and he said, you know what? In the years that I've known you, I went to him when I was going through my divorce six years ago. He said, you are the busiest person I know. You go, 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 yeah. go. He said, you don't need anything. He said, what you're doing right now, he said, these are healing tears. Mm -hmm. And he said, you need to allow all you get to do right now is allow yourself to feel. Yes. He said, you're finally healing. And I was like, so what? Like, it's not, it's not just this one guy. It's like, all from these, all the things, right? It's like all of these experiences, experiences I've had in my life where I felt pain, but I've shut it down and I've stepped it and I felt like, oh, I can't share that with people because people will think I'm weak. And if I tell people that I'm having a really hard day as a business owner and I don't feel supported and I don't know what to do, like, what are people going to think of right. me? 
dude, it's all gone. And I'm like, this is me. Yes. I love me. I love you. I love, I literally just, I've noticed when I come from a place of love, that's what I get back. So whatever your fear is about doing something, who cares? Like I, um, I decided to, that I needed a moment to myself when I came back from Mexico, I got dropped off at the border. I had to find my way through. I felt really uncomfy. Men were yelling at me and I'm like, I knocked doors in Brooklyn. Like I am not a little dainty flower. Like I can handle hard situations, but I just felt like I just get to have a moment to process. I texted a good friend of mine, sorted out, got this hotel. I'm walking from my friend's house to the hotel and there's this guy like with a bike and he obviously needs help. And I just dropped my suitcase. I'm like, Hey, can I help you? He's like, do you even know how to fix bikes? I'm like, nah, dude, no, dude, I got figure it. It out. but I got this. It's like, there it's are, that mindset though. That is your mindset and your mentality. Like, well, I can figure it out. Like, but there know. are opportunities everywhere. I get off the plane and there's an, um, an Indian woman and her child and she's pushing all the stuff. And the kid is like, the suitcase is getting smashed everywhere. She can't even carry it in a straight line. She's so little. And I said, Hey, can I just grab this for you? And at first I think she thought I was going to steal from her. And I was like, no, like my ride's not even here. I got you. We like walked all over. She couldn't find her ride. Like, and it was just, there are opportunities to serve everywhere. everywhere. And honestly, three years ago, I would have been even like ashamed. Like, oh, don't, Melissa, don't share that. That's like talking about yourself. And that's weird. It's like, no, that's what I'm the most passionate yes. about. I'm never going to stop doing it. So find whatever it is look for something. If you're walking to work, look for a way, pick up a piece of trash. Mm. There's an amazing quote that talks about, Hey, you're the vegan that doesn't recycle. Like you're the swim mom that like doesn't drive a Prius, like do whatever the hell it is, but do something. Yes, That's that. it. Absolutely. 100%. You don't want to go to Africa. Don't go. You want to go, go find an organization. I will connect you in two seconds with an amazing organization to go. People ask all the time, but I think it's just, I've been on this really cool journey and I've been able to see the shift in myself. Whereas before I used to think if I felt these moments of like panic, like, okay, I've got to call someone or I've got to do this. No, dude, I have learned to shift and now I can do it on my own. And that's what I want everyone to experience. But again, that physical, yes. when you're in pain, that physical transfer of energy, that's why like if I'm feeling whatever I'm feeling off, I can just sit and play the piano. And guess what? That energy is physically transferring Absolutely. out of my body and my chemistry in my brain is like, ugh. it releases so, it. Right. And it's, it's moving that energy out and exactly. it's, it's allowing yourself to know that you have that power. You do, you can self heal. We can heal ourselves. And I love that you talked about that. I think that's so true and it's allowing ourselves to be so we can even heal. And I think you have to feel you have to be real and then you can deal and then you can heal. And when you yes. do all that, then you're like, okay, wait. And that's how you take your power back. Cause you yeah. realize this has been within me this whole time. I just yeah. had to let myself sit and be real with myself. And then I could finally heal and deal with it. And like, yeah. and it's that. And I, I love that you talked about that. I was just like, okay, I'm crying all these healing tears, but I'm not just healing from this moment. You realize like, well, I'm, I'm actually healing from like six years, seven years, 10 years, 15 years, but we don't ever allow ourselves just to sit in that moment in that steam yes. because we're taught like, just go get busy, get busy, over, overwork it. Like, don't think about yes. it, just get it out of, but then that, that energy stays within you. And then that, uh, my personal belief is that even creates cancer, like, because it's just it sitting is. in you and then we're it trying is. to numb it because it starts to peak up and you're like, Oh God, I can't feel this. So, okay. I'm going to drink myself to death or I'm going to, I'm going to use yeah, drugs. I'm going to go have sex control. with people. I'm going to go over date. I'm going to go get validation everywhere else that I can rather than just to sit and feel it. Be like this really fucking sucks. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to deal with it. Yeah. It's the emotion code. And Mel Robbins talks about it. We're all addicted to something absolutely, because people are not comfortable being still. And I am the biggest, I have shifted so much lately. I mean, it could be one in the morning on a Friday night. People know where I'm at. I'm a work. I'm a workaholic because you know why? Because that feels better than going home. That used to feel better than going home and sitting by myself and realizing I'm alone. Yeah. Cause that's scary. Right. And then you have it's to actually scary. sit and like, and I've, I've gone through that from being divorced and stuff too. And I still, that still shows up for me where I'm like, I don't have something to do. I, okay. I better have been like overbook my calendar and like, I have to be go, 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 go. Because the thought of me being alone is just like, that's way too scary. Right. I have to sit and be but alone. What does, but what does being alone mean? It's whatever we put to it. Right. Exactly. So if 
to me, every word has a different meaning to every person. Right. So to me, I used to think, oh, well, if I'm alone, that means I'm alone because no one wants to be around me yes. because nobody loves I'm me. I'm not wanted because so I'm alone. I am not wanted and I am not mm -hmm. loved. And the crazy thing is, you know how many texts, I don't even text people back. They're like, girl, come do this. Same. And then I'm like, oh, wait. And it's the so story that that feeds, though. I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. I am love. People do want me. I just, I'm choosing not to. Exactly. But now it's like, hey, I am like so enjoying spending time on my own, rejuvenating yes. and giving myself Your that love, love that I haven't done for so many years. But it, it, but it is a journey. It's not like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to do kundalini yoga. I'm going to meditate. And then I'm done. It's like, no guess what I had to experience? I phoned my brother and I said, I don't think I can do this anymore. Like literally not. And this isn't like, Hey, I've got a gun. There's a bullet to my, you know, there's a bullet in this gun and it's, right. and it's against my head. It's this feeling of, I don't know if I can take a step forward anymore because that's how overwhelmed I felt. Right. And that doesn't feel good. Right. And I told, I remember talking to my brother who is like the most magical human of love and light and he just said feel the pain guess what it's not gonna last forever and it probably really really hurts but you gotta feel it yeah. and when he said it's not gonna last forever I thought okay I can I do this right. so now like if whatever it is I feel like dude I don't know what it is in the universe like lately coming back from Mexico like thinking about little Pilar holding me and calling me mama and just kissing my face and she was wiping my tears and it was so magical and I'm like there's just an abundance of everything in this universe and it is like coming from everywhere and going everywhere. And I just, I'm feeling it and I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's not this, it's not this straight line of you. I felt like this forever. It's like five minutes from now I could get, I could get in my car. One of my employees could t quit over a text message and I could feel something. Right. And I've learned to not be reactive and I think that's the difference. I think, you know, years ago in my marriage, like I would feel a certain way and um, not know how to express the pain that I yeah, had. And so absolutely. I would react. And that's my experience of when people overreact. It's like, you have so much pain. Let me assist you in releasing that. When you can see, you can see like you're, you're so hurt right now, but you don't know how to respond to it and you don't want allow yourself to be. So you're just going to hurt someone else. Like exactly. we bleed out on other people until we fix our own wounds constantly. Exactly. And then we're like, Oh wait, I'm the one who created all these problems right. all along rather than just sitting in it and embracing it. Yes. But the cool thing is we don't have to project our experiences from other people onto fresh humans. Yes. And that is such a natural um, chain. I remember talking to someone when I was younger and how, how powerful our brain is. Our brain, that's why they talk about 30 days for habit. Our brain literally goes onto autopilot. Okay. So I get up, I get out of bed, I get on my gym clothes and I go to the gym. I've been doing that for years. Yes. It's, it's an autopilot. That's how smart our brain is. And that can be a powerful tool or it can also be to our demise right. if the habits that we have and the habits that we are creating are not good. Yep. It's, it's not your fault. If there's something that you're doing that you don't want to do, guarantee you're an autopilot. Um, my friend Jimmy Rex gave me a book, um, Atomic Habits. Yeah, I love that book. So good. Well, The Compound Effect, mm -hmm. two totally different authors, read The Compound Effect first okay. and then read Atomic Habits. They literally are like, it's like a sequel to the compound effect, yeah. but we can create anything. I mean, I could go into like what my childhood was like and I mean, not, not a, um, not a warm subject for me by any means. And I think people look at people and they think like, I look at you and I'm like, damn, you're gorgeous. You have it all together. You probably have a super supportive family, great relationship, right? Like it's just this natural our preconceived judgments of people, right? Right. And people can look at me and say whatever they want. I need to just, I'm ready to write a book about these are the things that have happened. But guess what? I'm not a victim. Yes. And the cool thing is everything that has happened, I have created and I can create it again. Yes. And, and this yes, is, I love it. And yes. this is what I say to people about like, even the last guy I was dating when he's like, I've never felt this way with anybody else. And I said, guess what? You created that, not me. And yeah. he was like, what? And I'm like, no, no, no. If I was like a selfish human, I'd be like, nah, baby, you can only get that from me. Yeah, right. But I told him, I said, no, 
you have created that. So you, the cool thing so is, so understand your power that you can create that again. So you can create that again with somebody else. Yes. Maybe I shouldn't have told him that, but no. <laughs> the point is, like, it. But that is the beautiful thing. Is that it is the truth? Like, I can create whatever I want. Like, it's so bizarre to me. Like, I think people are like, oh, I don't want to go to Boston. Like, the gym is packed. And I literally get a front row. I front always because you figure it out. You make it happen every time. I don't even know why. And I am not saying like. I have something you don't have. That's the coolest part about it. We're all the same. Absolutely. Everything I have, you have. Every, you, I'm from the same universe yes. you are from. Yes. Everyone is from the same place, and we all have the same capabilities to tap into that and to use that for whatever we want. It's a choice, right? It's exactly. like deciding that, I think it's deciding you're worth it. I think it's deciding that you're committed to it. And knowing that it's not going to be all unicorns and rainbows every day. Like, it's just that no, you're going through it. But that's good. Feelings are good. And, yes. They, and feelings create emotions. Emotions create motion within us. That's what I love to say is like, everything that we do is out of a feeling. We're, we're chasing some sort of feeling, whether that be to feel full, whether that be to feel lonely, to feel empty, whatever it looks like, to feel happy, satisfied. Like, we're doing certain things, certain habits to create that feeling okay, again. But hold. Okay. But, but what Challenge if, me on it. I love it. What if we stopped trying to create a feeling okay and just and just when okay and just whatever feeling comes up we allow it okay um this is this is so random but i travel all the time right and i'm like okay i look at the airplane i look at the open spots i'm like i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get I'm, i do not change my seats anymore okay if i'm not at a window seat i don't change it i'm like I'm here for a reason and I enjoy it. And I'm like, I'm squished in between two, 300 pound people. And I think I just got sweat dripped on me and I enjoy it. Like it's, it's the that. most, it's the most bizarre. I, and I don't mean that in a, like, I'm not saying that in a, like, do this, don't do no, this. No, I love like, it. I'm I just love saying, it. What if we just got up, woke up for the day and said, okay, today I want to feel love and I want to be love. And okay. we did it. But then we just go through our day and what if like we're driving to the gym and we see something or, you know, the whole thing with Kobe Bryant, like how many people have like gone into this state of outward reflection right? because of what a beautiful man, not just in, even if you don't like athletics, I mean, how many jazz games I've been to, I love going to the games Yes, because um, I like to eat food. I like to be around people and I love the I love energy. The energy. And I, love the I go energy. to the jazz games. Well, I love the jazz, but honestly, for the energy of the fans, when I'm in there, it literally is like my joy juice and I get, I plug into it and huh. I'm like, this brings me my juice for the exactly. rest of the week. Like, and, and it's plugging that energy. You know? And I'm five, five. I can palm a basketball. I have size 10 feet. Okay. They told my parents I should be a basketball player. I am not a basketball player. I have these big hands that are magical for piano, I love it. but I am not an athlete. But again, why were so many people empowered by Kobe Bryant? And I think a lot of it is because the way he lived his life was everything. It's like what they say, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. He didn't just excel at basketball. He excelled in his family life. And even what he said, there was something that was posted about, why do I take a helicopter? Because you know why? Because I was missing my kids' plays and I was missing their performances and their um, activities and I wanted to have it all so how we do one thing is how we do everything like let's be like that let's yes. not just like say like okay well I'm gonna have like my living room clean when people come over and then like my closet's a mess and everything is shoved inside it's like just be who you are but if you're honest in business you're honest in real life yeah. I don't know any business owners that are shady mofos that are like the most outstanding human yeah. on the planet. It's oh, like everything translate. And there's that talk about like a ripple, right? Like I'm creating a ripple for other people, but I'm also creating this ripple for myself. Yes. And guess what? When the ripple comes back, what kind of a ripple do I want? Mm. So that's powerful. Girl, you're powerful. You're powerful. <laughs> I just no love way. it. You're seriously no so way. amazing. And that was like such wisdom. So thank you for sharing that and just, giving that to my audience and to me and just like helping me that's like a beautiful golden nugget too is like how you do one thing is how you do it all but how are you doing one thing and like start to ask yourself that and is that how you want to do it and like right. 
do, I love how you kind of said, like, set the intention, like, okay, I just want to be loved today, and then just be, and, like, whatever's supposed to be happening is just happening, and I'm just going to sit in the seat. This is where I'm supposed to be at right now, so I think that's embracing gratitude in that moment, too, and that's kind of goes back to the beginning of what you talked about. It's just, like, finding that stillness, being being who you are, and allowing it to happen, and giving yourself permission for that every single yeah. day, and just embodying that, and it's just powerful. Like, everything that you do is so powerful. I can literally, like, feel like this energy was just like all over up in here. And it's just, I got chills like every 10 seconds. I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And you're just, you're so well-spoken and so beautiful. And just so like, you can just feel all your love and your light and that it's so genuine and so authentic. And like, you're really here just to serve people. And I, I seriously celebrate you so much for that. And I really feel that. And I see that in you and thank you for being that. And when you're doing that, you're helping us want to be that too. And you're helping us see that, right? Like everything that we see in someone else is we're helping us see it in ourselves. And so and thank you for that. Everybody is a mirror. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. I see love in you because I love you. myself. Thank I see beauty because I see it in myself. Yes. And it's taken a long time. Don't get me wrong. Right. But again, when I say just, just be, just really be. And if today you're having a hard day and you're sad, cry your eyes out. Yes. Like really cry. Don't just like... Yeah, like I'm good. Yeah. No, like I have like get a headache cry. Yeah, like dude, I am I had like a straight migraine a few weeks ago because so I was like, the tears. Eyes are just puffy, you can't even open. And someone yeah. said to me, are they like good tears or are they are they like clean tears or are they dirty tears? I said, these are both. But it felt so good. Yeah. And then guess what? Then I can leave those tears behind and then I can pick up my leg and move forward. And without that, I can't. I'm literally stuck with this. It's just, um, I just feel super grateful that I have been able to participate in like all the good in the world. There is so, there are so many people yes. doing so much good all over the world and literally just open your eyes you'll find it. And then if you don't be it, yes. create it. Absolutely. Create your own energy with it. Right. Yeah. I love it. You're powerful. Thank you so much for giving me your time today, just being present here and like allowing this space to happen and just speaking the way you speak and speaking to my audience. I truly appreciate it. Where can they all find you? How can they connect with you? Um, my Instagram is at hello darling life and the blog is hello darling life.com. Um, and I'm speaking at powerful you next, uh, next Friday, right? yeah, next Friday, February 8th at the grand America. Um, and I am, humbled i mean these the speakers that will be there are like beyond um tim ballard of our i'm an ambassador for them will be speaking there's just there are so many incredible speakers so and and men can go as well so and honestly if you want to find a lady friend hey. <laughs> anyway um no just so many opportunities so yeah that's that's a good way to find me it. um and Thank you Absolutely. because you are amazing and I appreciate you allowing, creating the safe space for me to just be here and be authentic. So thank you. Thanks. You're amazing. All right, you guys, I'll link everything up for her. Thank you so much again. You're so amazing. Love you. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, if you guys love this message, go ahead and share it, repost it. Go ahead, tag me, tag Melissa. We want to hear what you learned from it. Thank you so much.